0: Welcome to Conversations with Mark and Deborah Griffo, a marriage and family podcast dedicated to building strong families. And now, your hosts, Mark and Deborah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our third podcast with Conversations with Mark and Deborah Griffo. It is so good to have my co host and my awesome wife with me, Deborah Griffo. <laughs> Hello, babe.
1: Hey, how are you, everyone? It's so, so good to have you on this particular episode, and I'm very excited for what the Lord has given us to share with you today. It's
0: going to be so good, and I'm so excited. And I want to ask a question, what area are you most wanting to be successful in? You know, for me, I want to be most successful on this planet in my family. That's probably the greatest thing I could ever accomplish. Don't you think, babe?
1: Oh, yes. I think that for all of us, we want to be successful in everything. But there is a scripture that says, you know, what is it that if you gain the whole world, but you lose your family, you know, what great work have you done? Mm-hmm. And there's some today that maybe you feel like you've lost your family or you're on the brink of losing your family. But we want you to know that there's hope and there's possibility and endless possibility for you to have a strong family, a, a to build a great family, which should be our number one. I know for me it is. I want to be successful first and foremost in yeah, my family.
0: That's what we all want to be successful in. You know, I'm reminded of our family scripture. We've had it from day one. And it's Joshua twenty four fifteen, And it says, as for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. And that's a statement that we have posted in our home. It's a statement that we have etched in our hearts. And it's a statement that we just live by for all of our life. And today, as we talk to you, we want you to know that there are solid principles and there is a foundational principle that's going to make your family the very, very best. I really believe that. You know, the word success, and I mentioned this right At the very beginning, what area do you want to be most successful in? Success to me is having a healthy marriage, a healthy family life, where honor and respect are a part of our lives and it's paramount in our lives. You know, today we want to give you some building blocks that are going to be helpful for you in building a strong family. Deborah, you and I have been married 40 years. I think we have Mm -hmm. at least one or two amazing facts that we can help people stand on today. We do.
1: God has helped us so much. You know, when we were first starting, we didn't really know much. But over the years, as we've been open to let the (laughs) Lord teach us, He has taught us. And so we want to share that with everyone listening today. And, you know, the last couple of podcast sessions, we've talked about the number one foundation is just being rooted and grounded in God's love and knowing who you are as a believer and allowing him to just um, allow you to grow and to thrive in all that he has for you as a believer in Jesus. And then on top of that foundation, there's other building blocks. And, you know, we want to talk about what we believe is the number one Building block after root after having your life rooted and grounded in the Lord, and I was um I was looking at a study that was done. It was Doctor R C Adams, and they had done a study of his corporation had done a th- study of thousands of marriages over ten years, and you know they have come up with seventeen percent of marriages. Are called truly happy.
0: Only seventeen percent. Yeah, I know that oh was really That's so low. That
1: was really low. I thought. Um, I thought it was high. It would be higher than that. And so USA Today, you know, we're all about building strong families. Mm-hmm. And USA Today actually had a definition of a strong family. They quote, and I quote: "When you have a strong family." You receive the message that you are loved, you are important, and cared for the most. And you know, when we have that atmosphere in our homes and our families, when we are cared for and loved like that, we can go on to be successful in all of the things, the other things that the Lord is calling us to as well. So it's very important that we are loved and cared for within our family so that we can fulfill our destiny and our purposes yeah. outside of the home.
0: Yeah, I think that's the most important thing we can do. And this amazing statistic you say today mentioned, I think it's very important for the church at large and for people generally speaking all over the world. I think it's important that we understand that there are things that we have to incorporate in our family life and in our marriage. They're gonna make it last. You know, I think there's an amazing quote, I think it's by a man by the name of oh, Job ja. ja Brawer. Why don't you ja go ahead and mention that? It's yeah, amazing. that? He's the
1: director of Marriage and Family Institute in yeah. Washington, DC. And he says, We are finally realizing that we have to go back to the basics in order to reestablish the type of family that gives us the type of security that children can grow up in. And so here he's saying, we've got to go back to the basics. Well, where are the basics? (laughs) What
0: a novel idea. And the basics
1: have (laughs) always been written by the creator of the family and the creator of parenting, the creator of marriage, and those building blocks and those basics are in the Bible.
0: Yeah, they are. In fact, I love, there are some things I want to just tell you right away. Ephesians chapter 5, uh, verse 22 it talks about some of those basic things and all of us have probably heard this scripture over and over again, but it lays a good foundation and, you know, it says for wives, this means being supportive to your husbands, like you are tenderly devoted to the Lord, Ephesians five twenty two from the Passion Translation. I think for husbands, a basic foundational principle is you are to be and demonstrate love for your wives with the same tender devotion that Christ demonstrated to us his bride. And I think that's the greatest thing you and I can do. We have to express that love for one another on a regular basis. You know, a strong family, they're consistently expressing true and loving appreciation for one another. And I want to highlight on that word appreciation today, because that is, I believe, a foundational principle that we can stand on Mm. and help our people stand on.
1: That's good. Say that again. Strong families are continuing to, to stand show.
0: on and show the basic foundation of appreciation in their lives, oh, in their homes, so everywhere they go, but especially in their family. That's what's going to make it thrive. That's what's going to make it really go forward. You know, a man by the name of William James said this In every person from the cradle to the grave, there's a deep craving to be appreciated.
1: So that would be the number one building block. Absolutely. Appreciation. And you know, it's so, it's just so awkward sometimes. If we weren't raised in a family where they showed open appreciation, it's going to stretch us way beyond our comfort zone, way beyond our boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is something that was modeled even by the Father when He said to Jesus, This is my beloved Son. I am so pleased with him. (laughs) And we want to be like our father. And so it it involves and requires open appreciation to, first and foremost, our family members. Mm -hmm.
0: We have to do it with our kids. We have to do it with our relatives. And we especially have to do it as husband and wife. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29, I believe it's in the Passion. Here's what it says. It says, never let ugly... Or hateful words come from your mouth, but instead let your words become beautiful gifts that encourage others. Do this by speaking words of grace to help them. I think you have the amplified translation, don't you? On that,
1: Can yeah, you read that? It's yes, so good too. I do. It says, "Let no foul or polluting language, nor evil word, nor unwholesome or worthless talk." ever come out of your mouth.
0: That says it all.
1: But only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others, as is fitting to the need and the occasion, that it may be a blessing and give grace or God's favor to those who hear it. So we want our speech to be a blessing. And it's so easy to do that. Outside of the mm-hmm. home, you know, when we're, sometimes we're even nicer to people that are, we're working with or we're... Oh, no, uh, that should not be. <laughs>
0: sometimes <laughs> that's how nice, that, but...
1: that's how it is sometimes. And then we get home and we think, oh, I can just, now I can just relax and be mm-hmm. myself. And we get yeah. negative and cranky sometimes. And we don't really show the open gratitude and appreciation. And, but this is saying that our words, whether we're in the home, outside of the home, wherever we are, whatever moment of day... Let our words be a blessing and mm-hmm. give grace to everyone listening. Yeah. you know, Wow. <laughs> I, I was
0: thinking as you said that, you know, at work, if we're a boss or we're some kind of supervisor or manager, you know, if some of our employees make a mistake, you know, we give them grace and we talk to them kindly and we're happy and joyful with them and, you know, we guide them the right way. But when we're at home and say our, you know, seven-year-old child hits a baseball through the window... We think we are obligated and we are, you know, we have the privilege and we have the condition to say to our child, like, what did you do that for? You're blankety blank. What in the world? Why did you do that? You're grounded for a week until we get this window fixed. You know, we are unkind to our family members. We think that we can do that at home. And that's not the case. We need to be more generous and more graceful and more merciful at home than we are out in the world.
1: Yes, there's a proper way to discipline our children or to help them. But yes, to give grace. And you know, heaven is full of grace. Hallelujah. Heaven is full of gratitude. (laughs) It's full of appreciation. And that's what we need to continue to do on a regular basis for our family, constantly expressing a true and loving appreciation for one another. Have we done that? hundred percent, honey. No,
0: but you know what? We try our very best. And I think God has been pleased with us. We
1: are. You Mm -hmm. know, the more we realize God's grace over us and his love and compassion over in our lives, I just want to give that even more to other people. Yes. We have to give them that unconditional love, that grace, that appreciation. So we really want to be... Parents, we want to be family members, children, parents that are constantly giving appreciation to one another, even for the little, little things.
0: You know, let's get practical here. Not that we're not practical before this, but I'm just saying let's hone in to some practical ways that we can show gratitude and appreciation to those in our home and even to those outside of our home. But specifically, we're talking about our marriage and family and we're conversing about this. So we want to give our listeners some good pointers. And if you're at home, write some of these things down. If you're in the car, try and remember them or, you know, try and review them somewhere. But I want you to understand that these are some practical ideas that will help you continually show gratitude and appreciation, which we said, by the way, is one of the foundational principles that we need to have in our home. So number one, say it out loud and even more often. You know, I love to say to Deborah, "Honey, I appreciate you, my love. You're the best. You're the most awesome wife. I love you so very much. I love to express it. Not just think it, because you know, a lot of people, they think things and they think they said it when they didn't. but we have to be engaging when it comes to literally speaking those words of appreci- appreciation out to our wife, our children. Grandparents and all those around us.
1: Right, we want to say it out loud. We want to say it often. It's going to be a habit that we have to develop within ourselves. If you need to put a timer on your phone or set a reminder, but make sure that you are. Daily giving appreciation, not always where appreciation is due. You know, if you're if your spouse made dinner and you didn't really care for it, it doesn't matter. Appreciate her time or his time That's in cooking right. for you. Always
0: look for the good and everything to but, show appreciation. Yeah, you
1: have to go yeah. above and beyond. And you know, we've practiced this. It started years and years ago, but now it's become a habit. Mm-hmm. And I want to outdo you almost in gratitude. <laughs> no, I want to outdo you. <laughs> and it's just a beautiful way that we can bless each other in our days on earth, heaven on earth. Number two, we want to write a thoughtful card or a note or a letter. Honey, I remember on my last trip, we went, um, that I had to go away. I had to go alone. And I was with, um, I think, one of my daughters. And I was opening up my suitcase. And there, Uh as I pulled out some of my clothes, all these little, some of these notes came out. Saying, I miss you. (laughs) I love you. So that was a beautiful Thoughtful act of appreciation. Yes.
0: Husbands and wives, get creative with this. Write thoughtful things. You know, you can do a text, you can do, you know, email, you can do a lot of great things, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, number three, give your spouse a break. You know, husbands, tell your wives, hey, I'm going to do the dishes tonight, I'm going to clean the house. I am going to do my honeydew list. I'm going to do all these fun things. I'm going to give you a break. Why don't you go for a couple hours? You know, here's $25. You know, go to your favorite coffee shop, buy your favorite pastry, and then, you know, buy something fun. Give your, give your spouse a break and let him take some time off.
1: Right. Another way we can give breaks to our spouse just to show them our appreciation, maybe for their hard work. Maybe they've been out all day working or maybe they've been in all day watching the kids, but do something that they can just take a breath, take a breath, a breather, Uh, maybe cook for them, you know, put some candles on, put some beautiful Mm -hmm. music on. I know when Mark comes home or used to come home from work, you know, regularly, he I would I would like to have the table set, you know, maybe some candles on there and, and even you're if, so good at setting. Even the if table. I didn't oh have goodness. dinner even <laughs> thought about, at least you would come in. And you see the table and you know that I'd been thinking about you, a place where you could get some refreshment after your busy day. And you know, we both have busy days, but that was a way that I could bless you every day was just that was to so special have dinner. And, and you know, so now we're cook we kinda cook together now, but that was a time where yes, I could you just- lead the
0: cooking though. I kinda helped
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I could just bless you with a, with a meal at the end of the day. And then you would bless me and you would, you know, do the dishes for me usually because I was cooking.
0: Yes. I love to do the
1: dishes. (laughs) (laughs) These are just just things that have worked for us, you know, for a couple other couples, it's going to work differently for them. You know, they, there's just different ways we can appreciate and praise one another, praise our kids, you know, praise, praise each other in front of our kids. Yes. And appreciate, get them in on the act of Mm -hmm. thank you, mom. Every time we had dinner at our house and our children were around the table, you would always say, okay, kids, one, two, three. And, and everyone would clap, clap. <laughs> and say thank you, mom. We for still do dinner. that. Even. Now do. our
0: grandkids do it. It's amazing. So yeah, number five would be praise him or her in front of the people, in front of your family. That's so important. Uh, number six, you know, tell the world what your spouse does for you. Tell That's, the world. I mean, go different places when you're talking, when you're at dinner in a restaurant, when you're with the family. It's important that you tell the world what your spouse does for you. I think it's vitally important that you praise your wife, you praise your husband in front of other people. And there's many great ways you can do that. But I think it's so important you do this because it creates an appreciation in your heart, in their hearts, and it sparks something in them saying, well, I need to do this too. So make sure that you can do this In front of many other people. That's
1: good. Your marriage is a light and a testimony. And together, when you're out there in the world, when you are beginning to appreciate each other verbally, in front of others, this is making a huge impact. And it may even save someone's marriage. It
0: could, So tell
1: others, you know, just at the right appropriate time, as it's coming up in the conversation, tell them about... Each other's strengths. Oh, yeah, my husband, he is such a great, and then fill in the blank, mm-hmm. you know, however it, it, it comes up in the conversation. Or, oh, honey,
0: you support me in everything I do. You've always been my backing, my prayer warrior. You've been my encourager. You've just been right there in every area. Yeah,
1: and make it, I mean, make it real from your heart. Yeah. And when you begin to just, you know, let these appreciation, Uh, Sentences out in front of others, it impacts them. It shows them that you are deeply committed to one another. Also, you want to behave just in your nonverbal communication in a really grateful way. Oh, this is really good. And I'm so grateful for you that I want to hold your arm, honey. I want to hold your hand. I want to just be close to you. When we're walking, when we're crossing the street, when we're at the coffee shop, I want to respect you. When I look at you, I want my eyes to be eyes of respect and honor. Um, That, you know, this Mm -hmm. is something that we've just worked on for decades and it has an impact. I remember we were at a restaurant once and there was a couple sitting behind us. And after we were done eating our breakfast, they came up to us and they said, I'd want, we just want to introduce ourselves to you. We've noticed that you have such a great marriage and such honor and love for one another. And it ended up that we um, became friends and we talk even to this day, and they're wonderful believers, but we were able to impact them by our respectful love. While we were having breakfast with each other.
0: Yeah, that's so good. The next one, take your spouse out on a romantic date. Not just a date, but take her to, you know, your favorite restaurant. Take him to your favorite restaurant. You know, go to your favorite coffee shop, walk the beach, go to your favorite movie. You know, do things that are going to take you into that special romantic moment. You know, romantic moments just don't happen early on when you're dating or early on in your marriage. I think it's super important that we become romantic even after 40 years of marriage. And God helps us. He enables us to do this. And everyone likes that touch of romantic feeling. And I want to make sure, honey, you get that. You always make sure I get that. And together we become so engaged in the romantic moments. Yeah, and it's different for
1: everybody as far as what that means to them. So just ask one another, you know, how can I make you feel special? What's a romantic setting that we could share together and Mm -hmm. find out what it is with one another? And um, that's just a beautiful way to continue to show love and appreciation. And then those nonverbal expressions you know, affirmations, hugs, arms on the shoulder, you know, squeezes of your hand. Mm-hmm. Just show me that you love me and you appreciate mm-hmm.
0: me. And that would be number nine. You know, give verbal and nonverbal expressions of love. That's yes. Great. Yeah. And then
1: the last one I think would be something we've really tried to work on is stay positive with your family.
0: This is really important you know, we have to be positive with our kids. We have to be positive with our grandkids. We have to be positive, you know, with especially our spouse. I read this recently and it just blew me away. Every negative thing in a family has to be overcome with four positive things. That's crazy. And I think, you know, we need to speak positive things all the time. Not negativity. There's enough negativity out there you know in other places that we can get the home should be the most positive place on the planet.
1: Ooh, that's good. Say that again. <laughs> the home
0: must be the most positive place on the planet. Right. And but if it's, it's also not get it that way.
1: Good. And it's also where real life happens. And so we have to ask God to teach us how to remain affirming and grateful mm-hmm. even through the conflict and the hard And that the kingdom of heaven would be in every room of our home as our hearts are filled with him and that we would be able to demonstrate that love and gratitude. And it takes just... So much of just emptying yourselves every day. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I go back to this building A family cannot be done on your own strength, but it must be done by the supernatural power of the Lord. And we just want to believe with you that this is being infused in you and in your family Mm -hmm. so that your home can be a refuge. Your home can be a place where the negative has been pushed out. There's no room for the enemy and that the grace and the love of Jesus Christ is ruling and reigning and yeah we might mess up a little bit or you know just kind of fall back and and have a negative argument or something but then they can become fewer and fewer as we realize our mistakes we repent we apologize we forgive and then we move on and then it just becomes an oasis where others can also come in and experience the peace and the love of God.
0: Honey, that's so good. Oh my goodness. I just feel the Holy Spirit on this so much. You know, just to review, let's stay affirming in our family life. Let's stay in the spirit of appreciation in our family life. And let's make that a priority. You know, as we close this session, and it's gone by so fast, I can't believe it. Let's just come before the Lord and let's ask him to help us show appreciation. So Father, right now, we come before you. I pray for every listener. I pray, God, you would help them know that they can become a family of appreciation. They can be a family that has a positive atmosphere because of the presence and the power of God. Lord, today, we just pray that you will come in and you will work in the areas we need working on, Lord. I pray that you would just interject your hope and your spirit upon them and you would move in a great and mighty way. So Lord, we just pray for the families here today listening, to the people listening, that you would move on them and the spirit of appreciation and honor would literally come forth in new and fresh ways in Jesus name I pray.
1: And I just feel like there's someone that's saying, well this just isn't my personality. I was raised in a in a home that was always negative or always poking fun at one another or and and I just don't know this just doesn't seem like I could do this. But I want you to know that you're made in the image of God and Amen. if there's anyone that is grateful and appreciative It's our father and he is filled with gratitude Mm -hmm. and that we would be filled with gratitude just like him. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, that old things have passed away and this is a new day. And I thank you, you, Father, that you are putting new strength within everyone that's listening and everyone that's receiving this ministry time, that you're putting something new in them. And as they begin to speak out appreciation and love and gratitude, to those around them on a regular basis, on a daily basis, a multiple times a day, as this begins to fill their homes, this gratitude and this appreciation and love. I thank you, Father, that this will dispel the acts of the enemy and he will be driven out of every home. Thank you, I Jesus. thank you, Father, that the homes that are listening today will be built on a holy foundation of the love of Jesus. And out of that love will Spring forth an unconditional love for every one of their family members. And Father, we just thank you that you're doing this work right now in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. And amen. Well, it's been so good being with you today. We trust this podcast has really encouraged you and brought hope in your family life. So we just encourage you to keep going forward in Jesus' name.
1: Build a strong family with gratitude.
0: Amen. Amen. This is Mark and Deborah saying, until next time, keep building your family, keep it strong, keep Jesus the very center, and we will talk to you again on the next podcast. God bless you. This podcast has been produced by the loving contributions of our partners and friends. If you desire to know more about Stronger Together Ministries, please visit the website at www.strongertogetherministries.org. It's our desire to bless you and encourage you to have a strong family. If you care to invite Mark and Deborah to your church or ministry, please contact them at contact at stronger together ministries.org. We are stronger together as we are building strong families. God bless you.